Hello everyone, welcome to the SSF pod. It's uh, game week 16 coming up this week. So this is a part one of two. So um, second part will come out Tuesday because um, I'm going to wait till the weekend fixtures are finished before the injuries and all the team news comes in because we've got a massive game week this week. So what Sky Sports Centre will do with midweek fixtures is they roll them up into one big game week. So... Anyone scoring 200 plus points is doing really well this week. So it is on the cards for people to get it. So this is where top of the leagues could change. This is where private league orders can change. If you have that really, really good week this week, then it can all change in your leagues. So um, let's talk about last week, really. Um, So... Uh, last week was a bit of an odd week, really. There was no real standout players. We'll go through the players in a minute, but um, it's uh, yeah, very like um, so. Last week in my private team, it's called eighty-one points, which every other week I'd be really happy about, really pleased about eighty-one. Very good, um, very good score. Getting getting good scores, like I said, average. What I get about sixty-five points a week just to kick on, be nice. Um, but the pod team was the standout one this week. They scored 107 points this weekend, um, which showing that the expensive players are showing their quality. And I'm deeply, deeply considering that the overhaul couldn't happen soon enough. So I've still got two months to wait for the overhaul because if um, my private team ends up, my, my pod team ends up getting more points than my, my um, private team, then I'm definitely changing my side completely and going with all the top players. But I've just got to make sure I save transfers for future weeks coming um, because there will be some big um, changes coming in because Chelsea have got Lukaku coming back in that side and the fact that Chelsea have been doing so well without a striker at the moment shows that what can they do when they get a striker in that will be fascinating stuff to see and then we've got transfer window coming up as well in January so Newcastle will be the big spenders in that see who they'll buy um so that'll be a very interesting... We've got a very busy Christmas period coming up in the next few weeks as well. Lots of games happening. And again, like I said, game weeks tend to roll into one. So what you'll see at Christmas is uh, the fixture before Christmas, the week end before Christmas. You'll have games then. I'm led, I'm thinking there'll probably be some midweek pitches before Christmas as well, if I'm thinking. Uh, and then you've got Boxing Day and then day after Boxing Day and then a couple of days after that. There's games all over the plot place in December and um, it all starts next week really or this coming weekend um, where games are going to be here there and everywhere so um, top point scorer in overall fantasy football last week uh, was a guy or a team that's called Liam 2 who scored 174 points uh, so very high scoring week for players in fantasy football last week and the leader is now uh, on 1242 um, and uh, it's a team called Too Easy. Sorry, I didn't have it in capital letters. We'll see what it was. Uh, last week's leaders dropped down to second, six points behind. Um, so here's a little perspective in terms of where my team is currently standing. Uh, so I've got a total of 907 points. So I'm 335 points behind the leader at the moment. So um, I need to have some really good weeks if I want to. Um, I need to have like top of the league weeks if I want to get into sort of the echelons of top players and stuff. So it doesn't look likely that's going to happen, but there we go. That's all good. Um, so in terms of top point scorers of the week, um, it wasn't like it was last week. Um, there's a lot of like midfielders and def- mid- 
defenders in this one. So top point scorer last week was um, Mings from Aston Villa. He got to get 16 points uh, with a clean sheet um, bonus. And I think he scored as well, by the looks of things. 7.96% uh, of the fantasy football community have him in. Then second place, Benteke. He could be a very interesting uh, acquisition for players in the next few weeks because it seems like Vieira's getting the tune out of him. Um, he scored 16 points and 1.88% of the fantasy football uh, community have him. So again, have a look at him because uh, he's currently got 56 points, if I remember rightly what I saw. And um, I think he got that last year in a whole season. So he could be... Just cropping up. And in terms of the fantasy football strikers, 56 is not too bad at the moment, considering Antonio's third with 70. So definitely worth a look if you can get, if um, Vieira can get a tune out of him. Definitely worth a look at that. Pablo Fornells, he got 14 points and 3% of the population have him in. Oh, no, I'm going way too... Oh, wrong week, one week, sorry. Scrolling through, sorry, one week. Uh, Dennis is third uh, from Watford. He scored 16, uh, 15 points and 1.88% have him in as well in fantasy football. Then you've got Rudiger, 14 points with a gold and a clean sheet bonus against Leicester. 16.88% have him in. And Rodri of Man City, 14 points and 2% have him in their side. So none of the real big top players. Rudiger is probably the only top player that really scored heavy points last week. So again, I've got him in and I've, I've, you've got to have a Chelsea... I think you should have a Chelsea defender in your side. James, Rudiger, even Trevor Traliba in your side. He's playing games, but he's not playing all the time. So he's a tricky one to have. If you're putting him in, and you've got to really sort of be prepared to go, OK, he's not playing this week, and just keep him in. Um, but he's scoring well. He's scoring good points. And he scored a few goals. He scored a goal against Juventus as well this week, uh, midweek. So definitely worth a look in that one. But um, I'll talk about Rhys James later on, actually, because um, I mentioned him later when they get in their game against Man United. So as uh, always, we'll go through the fixtures this week. So first game on Saturday, you've got Arsenal versus Newcastle. That's the 12.30 kickoff. And then the 3 o'clock, so you've got Norwich against Wolves, Palace against Villa, Liverpool against Southampton. And then the 5.30 kickoff is Brighton versus Leeds. And on Sunday, you've got five games on Sunday. You've got uh, 2 o'clock kickoffs. These are Man City against West Ham, Leicester against Watford, Burnley against uh, Spurs, Brentford against Everton, and then the fourth day kickoff is Chelsea against Man United. So there are your fixtures this week. So as always, we start with the first game of the weekend, and that is going to be Arsenal-Newcastle. So um, this could be a really weird game to see, really, because Arsenal defensively are not too bad, but they had an absolute mare last week and did not perform at all well. Um Casino 4 against Liverpool, you thought defensively they'd be better, and they made some mistakes, so that cost them a couple of points um, in terms of fantasy football, like Ramsdale. Um, Liverpool are really good at the moment, though. So there's, <laughs> talking from a Man United fan, you know, they smash Man United, and I think they'll do that to any team, really. Um, Newcastle as well, they're looking like they're going to be a lot more attack-minded this season now, and, or now with Eddie Howe in charge. So definitely worth have a look at Newcastle after, like I've said, after January. When the overhaul comes in, that's when maybe to have a look at some Newcastle players because um, that would be a couple of months into the season, a couple of months into his 
Eddie Howe's reign. He would have got um, a brand of football that he wants because, of course, they don't have um, European football. And it gives him time to just work on the way he wants to play football. Um, uh, Jamal Lascelles could have been um, one of the top point scorers last week. Um, he did score, but unfortunately he got no goal. So it just cost him some points, really. Um, and also they can see this three, which never helps matters. Um, so he lost points there. So it just didn't really go for him last week. But, you know, it's nice for him to get a goal. Um, Newcastle defensively are just suspect and you're just not sure. Um, of course, anyone that's got a Newcastle player in, Anderson Maximan is the player you have. He's Newcastle's top point scorer. He scored 12 last week, so that's, he got a goal and got man of the match. So, again, totting over the points again, lovely and nicely. So he could have been in the top five because, as I said, the top five points were, in terms of players were really low last week. Um, new Arsenal uh, were awful last week in terms of point scoring. Um, so if you have Ramsdale, keep him in. Definitely keep him in. It was just one of them games where you just got to be prepared to lose points on. Um, I The... Most most of the players scored two points. None of them got a tackle bonus. None of them got a pass bonus or anything like that. So that's how bad Arsenal were last week in terms of a fancy football perspective. But this week's game, you just think Newcastle will probably be tight and probably keep a clean sheet against um, Newcastle. So definitely have a look at Ramsdale, Gabriel, definitely. Um, and then, again, with up top, you'd want to be looking at Smith-Rowe, Possibly a Bang Yang as well. To um, maybe they could potentially do some damage against Newcastle. Newcastle, on the other hand, Alison Maximan, of course, and also Callum Wilson is also a very good op- option to have now in your side. Um, definitely have a look at uh, Newcastle going in the next after the overhaul or in around the overhaul. Definitely worth a look because they are going to buy. So it's all about what they're going to buy. And I think Newcastle might buy defenders, I think. I've got a feeling they're going to buy defenders and maybe a goalkeeper to make sure they're just shored up and a little bit more solid at the back. Um, Right, we're going to move on to the three o'clock on Saturday. You've got Liverpool, Southampton. Um, This way you should direct your captains on Saturday. Um, At this game, you have to have Trent, Salah or Mane as your captain, I feel. Um, weirdly, they played midweek, which people didn't think they were going to do. Um, Mane is very close to breaking into the top three in terms of strikers. Um, he's only a point or two behind Antonio. So I definitely think he will probably uh, break into that this weekend. I can't see Antonio doing much against Man City. I will be wrong. He'll score, no doubt, against Man City. Wait for that to happen. Um, but uh, for me... Definitely direct your captain choices to this game. Uh, Salah also uh, scored was on scoring sh- on score sheet again this week. Um, very, very, very. He's top point scorer by a mile at the moment. So you have. To, I think if you're playing fantasy football, you have to have him in your side, regardless um, of anything. Really, he's he's almost the player you have to build a team around in terms of your fantasy football. Trent Alexander-Arnold, is a, he's scoring well as well at the moment, but he scored 13 last week. The only issue with Trent is that he's just too expensive. He's he's about he's 10 million, and you can't have it. I don't think you can have a couple of 10 million players in your fantasy football team and do well. You've got to have a nice balance of the side, so that's why I'd rather go Chelsea 
defenders because they're cheaper. And also Chelsea are rock solid in the back and really we're getting good, good points. So I'll talk about them in a bit. So definitely have a look at that way. Um, Southampton didn't have a great week either last week um, with losing to Norwich. Chadham's their top point scorer with nine. Um, they're just, yeah. Um, again, if you're going to go any Southampton player, you're looking at goalkeeper. He's the one that's going to get the save bonuses. Maybe the old clean sheet and also uh, Levermento as well. He's doing well in terms of the point scoring as well. Have a look at that player as well if you're going to have him in your side this week who knows it could be Liverpool scoring four or five and that will cost you a couple of points you just got to hope that he gets a tackle bonus um and just sort of even it out a little bit the damage that could potentially happen to your uh, point scoring um in terms of the other games um Palace of Gallagher um you've got to have him in your side I think again um difficult game coming in this week because um I just don't know what type of Villa performance will show up. Uh, yes, they got a great victory against Brighton last week. Um, and Ollie Watkins scored a fantastic goal. Look out for him in the fantasy football coming through. He scored well last year. Not many people knew about him. If you had him in, he, he scored nice, consistent points throughout. Um, if he plays up top where he was last year, then he'll get goals. And he did last year. And that could be a, a good interesting addition to your side that looking at Ollie Watkins if you want to play a three striker up top uh, in terms of Gat- Palace Conor Gallagher has to come in your side like I said about Ben Teke have a look keep an eye on him as well in the next few weeks um, I think he'll he'll push to 60 points at least this weekend so um, he's only 20 behind Antonio a couple more goals he'll be pushing up there and he's going under the radar a lot with um, a lot of people so definitely worth a look and he's cheap striker because in terms of what Benteke does in fantasy football last few years or even last decade he hasn't done anything so he's a very cheap striker to have and he'll be someone that like say one percent of the fantasy football population have him in so he's definitely a player that not people have so if you want to be that a little bit different then maybe have a look at Benteke this week um or have him in your side consider him now on the Sundays you've got five games on Sunday so in all the games this week, my heart is saying go Leicester. And they've got Watford this weekend. Um, Leicester did a performance after last weekend. They were awful against uh, Chelsea. Chelsea played really well. I'll give them credit. And, you know, Chelsea were fantastic last weekend. But Leicester were just really poor. And they're just not, like I've said in the average football pod, they're just not finding that form like they were last year. They're sitting a length in the table at the moment. There's not a lot of talk about Leicester. And I think there probably will be in the next few weeks coming up. Is um, Brendan Rodgers is sort of not really doing the job. No, they've got horrible injury problems. They miss Tillemans, who didn't play the weekend. They can't. He doesn't really know what to do with Madsen at the moment. He doesn't start. He doesn't seem like he trusts him enough. Um... You've got Daka, who played, who is playing, who played really well, scored a few goals, got a couple of assists. But I think he's just trying to get used to English football and the pace and the speed of it. Um, Vardy hasn't scored in a couple as well. He started the season really well. He looks comfortable to be second spot in terms of strikers, so still keep him in because he's ticking over very nicely. But definitely worth just to maybe have a little little look at that potentially. Um, 
uh, where else? Watford. Watford had a fantastic game against Man United last week, and you had Dennis as the top points in one of the top point scoring positions. Um, they could have scored more actually. Saar definitely could have scored more because he missed a penalty. Because Dennis missed the first penalty and it got overruled. So um, Saar missed a penalty, but he did score, got an assist. So definitely um, worth an interesting um, look at in terms of. Dennis and Watford, but you just don't know what Watford team's going to show up. Um, if, when they win, they score goals. So, and they they seem to be the two players that will score the goals for him. Um, but you just don't really know what type of team will show up. It could be the team that got pummeled against Liverpool, or it could be the team that lost to I want to say they lost to Southampton, I think, or Brentford. They're just not really. They're very. Maynard were awful last week, and so that worked in their favour. Maynard were absolutely diabolical last week, so that really helped Watford getting the position that they were in. So um, definitely look at that game now. This is where the head comes in. As a Maynard fan, last thing I want to do is put a Chelsea player as my captain. But if you are not a Man United fan at all, then I would probably go for a Chelsea defender this week. I um, Chelsea are rock solid in defence. And if you're going to go to a captain and you are going to have a Chelsea player on your side, go Reese James. Now, you need to take Ben Chilwell out. Ben Chilwell looks like he could be out for the season with an ACL injury. So definitely take him out now. Um, it looks like Chelsea probably will go three at the back potentially now. Um I don't know who will come in on the left side because Alonso is injured, if I remember rightly, as well. So there will be a change in formation for Chelsea against Man United. Um, Reese James is definitely someone you you need to have in your side or definitely consider putting in your side. He's 8.9 million. He's cheaper than a lot of the central defenders for Chelsea. So definitely worth a look. Um, so um, definitely look at that. Uh, don't sure if Lukaku will play. He will be on the bench, definitely. And maybe Timo Werner might play instead. Lukaku is someone to consider for the Watford game midweek. I think he will start that game. And if you don't have him in for that game, then I think you're missing out on some good points there. Because, like I've said earlier, if Chelsea can beat Leicester 3-0 without a striker, wondering what they're going to be like when they have a striker of Lukaku's quality up there. And the attacking prowess of um, Callum Hudson-Odoi, who's been playing well. He's been playing the last couple of games. You've got Havertz, Ziyech. You've got Pulisic, who played fantastic when he came on against Leicester mid, um, last weekend. So all that and talent up top, with Lukaku up top, that will bang in the goal. So for fun, because he's a proven Premier League striker with Everton, May United, And then as well, he was second top goal scorer in Italy last year as well. He is someone you need to put into your side later on in the fantasy football. I'm not going to say this week because it will break my heart if he scores against Man United because he will do a horrible celebration, I think. But we'll see how that goes. So definitely have a look at that. Uh, then also another game, Brentford against Everton. Um, have a look at Ivan Tony. Um, coming into this week, uh, Everton are struggling with injuries still. They played awful against Man City. Didn't show really anything. Um, the only issues Brentford are having is conceding goals. They can't keep clean sheets. So they're scoring goals, but not keeping them out in the other end. So definitely Ivan Tony to have a look at um, going into this coming weekend. Um, and again, he's seven point, I think he's like 7.6 million. He's dirt cheap. So if you are trying to 
like crowbar a decent striker in for a cheap amount of money so you can have better players elsewhere put that in um a little note on man city players Grealish, Foden, rule little doubts midweek. They didn't play against Paris Saint-Germain. They might be back this week. Kevin De Bruyne is still out as well. And so is Mason Greenwood. They should be back for midweek games, but they will still be out for the weekend because of their COVID, positive COVID tests they've had. So take them out if you can, or if you don't have many transfers, you're going to have to keep them in and just have a no-pointer, unfortunately. So let's talk about top positions, uh, top um, players in each position. So not really much change in terms of goalkeepers. Mendy's top with 85. Allison's second with 70. And then you've got Edison and Ramsdale with 69. Um, in defence, you've got Cancelo on 105. So he's the second player to break the 100 mark. So he's the second, second top goal point scorer in fantasy football. You've got Rudiger on 85 and Trent Alexander-Arnold on 84. Reese James is uh, sec- uh, fourth, if I remember rightly, on 83. So definitely have a look. In midfield, Conor Gallagher is streaks ahead of 88. Scored again against um, Burnley. And I think he got an assist as well. So that's he's definitely someone you've got to have on your side. All these players in the top, you've got to look at them going... At least top two going, have you got him in your side? If not, you need to put him in. Um, Jared Bowen from West Ham on a 69. And Rafinha, who didn't play, who's got an injury, might be back uh, midweek. Uh, might be back this weekend, might be back midweek. He didn't play against Spurs. Excuse me, still on 68. Now, a Man City player to consider in your side who's played the last five games. For Man City, so I expect him not to play this weekend, as I say this. Uh, Bernardo Silva uh, is currently fourth with 67 points. Um, and he's worth 8.5 million, which I think is around the same as Rafinha. Or, and um, so, and Declan Rice, definitely someone to consider. No, Declan Rice is seven. Uh, definitely someone to can put in your side and go, maybe, maybe. I might have him in, but as I say this now, saying put him in, he will not play again. Uh, play uh, at the weekend because he's played five games in a row, and I think he played against Paris Saint-Germain as well and started. So expect him to be on the bench against West Ham this week. So, because Pep loves a change around, as well, Pep always said he only changes at least three to four players per game. He won't change anything more than that. So, in league games, because he it ruins consistency. He says so. Expect three or four changes for Man City this weekend, as always. He never sticks with the same side. In terms of strikers, Mo Salah's 143 streaks ahead will be top point scorer of fantasy football by the end of the season. Vardy on 74. And Antonio is 70. Now, like I said earlier, uh, Sergio Mane is on 69. So he will overtake um, Antonio this weekend if he gets an assist or a goal. Um, and possibly might overtake Vardy if Vardy doesn't score against Watford. So definitely worth a look at. As I said, um, Tony is currently sitting sixth. Um, he's on 59. And um, after the Spurs game next weekend, he is... They've got some really favourable fixtures. They've got Norwich again um, and some teams in and around that area, Brighton, stuff like that, in around the relegation places. So definitely worth a look at for that um, player as you go through next um, this coming week and the Christmas period. Right, so nice little quick one today um, because we've got a lot to talk about on Tuesday. And um, 
yeah, we'll do the same again on Tuesday. And also, we've got end of month as well on Tuesday as well. So we'll talk about that as we go through um, as it's going to be, yeah, as end of the month fixed uh, players as well. So that will be an interesting see who's been the top five form players of the month at the moment. So, of course, Salah will probably up there. Mane, I think, will be up there. So currently at the moment... Oh, I'm going on to leaderboard, wrong one. All right, stats of the month. So, so far, top players this month have been Cancelo, Axel Arnold, Bernardo Silva, Raul Jimenez, and Kyle Walker have been the top five players this year. And Christian Benteke, of course, as well, have been the top five players this year, this month. So, that will change uh, at the end of the end, well, at the end of the week, um, and we'll see how that goes. So. Right, hope you had a lovely week. Hope you will have a lovely day. Hope you have a lovely weekend of the football. Uh, get your fancy footballs in. And I hope you will have a lovely weekend. And I'll see you guys next Tuesday. Have a good one. Bye.